This podcast is part of the MyPodcast.com network. Go online right now and get your very own 100% free podcast, MyPodcast.com. This is a download from cjmedicom.blogspot.com. The Music Press. In only a few weeks' time, all Year 11 students will be sitting their GCSE exam on the Music Press. In this podcast, we shall be looking at one of the most influential genres, rock and roll. We will trace its development from the 50s and look at how this has influenced style, image and fashion, what we can call youth culture and youth identity. And we'll also be discussing how rock and roll was seen to reflect society's concerns and some of the cultural changes that were taking place. Of course, rock and roll as a musical genre has had a real effect on the music press. There's a lot to cram in, so let's get started. Back in time to the 1950s. Rock and roll developed in the USA in the 1940s, but became popular in the 50s. It was very much influenced by black music. In fact, the term rock and roll is black slang for sexual intercourse. And the term itself is rebellious, and that's why the teens loved it. So as the name suggests, this was a new genre of music that combined traditional white music and black music. So what's the significance of this? Well, USA in the 1950s was the site of great racial tension. African Americans were demonstrating against segregation where whites and blacks were kept separate from schools and in public spaces. And rock and roll reflected this. Part of the appeal of rock and roll was its ability to shock. It had suggestive lyrics and dances. It shocked the older generation. It caused controversy. If you look on YouTube at some of Elvis Presley's early videos, look at his hips, the swivels. It was very, very sexual. Because of the importance and influence that Elvis had on rock and roll and the rock and roll scene, many teen idols soon sprang up. The British scene developed. The Beatles began as the Quarrymen in 1957. You had Cliff Richard, Tommy Steele, Adam Faith and Billy Fury. They all tried to emulate some of the USA acts, so we can see Elvis's influence. Therefore, teens began buying records and they started to follow the scene. It influenced their lifestyle, the fashion, their attitudes and their language. The music press began reporting about the rock and roll lifestyle, groupies, sex and drugs. One of the major developments was psychedelic rock, where the influence of LSD became apparent. by the growth of an under, underground rock press which documented all these excesses. I'm sure you can think of loads of bands that you associate with drugs. There were lots of groupies 
sexual escapades were reported, it all became part of rock and roll. One of the key developments in the 1960s began in the Summer of Love 1967, San Francisco. Bands like Jefferson Aeroplane, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, The Doors and Jim Morrison. This reflected the relationship between music and the hippie counterculture movement. We began hearing stories about these rock musicians battling with drugs, going into rehab, addictions to cocaine and heroin. And recently, drug use in lyrics. We've had The Stranglers, Nirvana, Happy Mondays, The Libertines, all stressing the influence of drugs on music. This cultural rivalry is reflected in the cult film Quadrophenia. rebellion, youth identity and anti-establishment, we've got rock music in the 1970s, major movement, punk. Bands like the Ramones, the Sex Pistols and the Clash, they were a new musical movement, very political, often nihilistic lyrics. The punk subculture just reinforced rebellion, 
the clothing style had a very DIY attitude. It was very much the opposite of the hippie culture in LA, this flower power movement. The Clash often wrote songs about unemployment, boredom, the realities of life in the UK. The Sex Pistols talked about anarchy. They, they wrote songs like God Save the Queen. They very much talked about the political system. The style of the punks was very similar again to the 1950 Greaser look. early 80s combined the elements of punk with pop. It was seen as much less dangerous, more mainstream, even regarded as mainstream punk. You had bands like Blondie, Talking Heads and you even had a mod revival with the jam. You also had another development called the New Romantics and this included bands like Duran Duran and Depeche Mode. In the early 80s we also had alternative punk. This included indie, gothic, grunge, in the early 80s we had bands like The Cure, Sonic Youth, who were very much part of the whole 90s movement of grunge. Even today we have a punk revival, 1994 we've got Green Day, The Offspring, The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. cjmedicom.blogspot.com And look at contemporary fashions, we're now undergoing an 80s revival. It seems that a lot of our music, a lot of the style, the images and the fashions are recycled, repackaged and resold back to us. <laughs> 